Welcome to episode 320 of the show. This is Nigeria's longest-running business podcast dedicated exclusively to the art and to the science of sales and personal selling because it's a very good and useful tool that we can use to grow our business, which is essentially the art of handling one-on-one conversations, whether in person or over the DMs or uh, what else, WhatsApp, email, um, whatever it is. It's just the art of trying to move the agenda forward one conversation at a time. And it's something that is essential to growing our business and it's something that is often forgotten in the toolkit of things that we need to grow our businesses. Because most times people reach for the easy stuff or the obvious stuff, you know, the branding stuff, uh, the marketing stuff, the online stuff or the packaging as we Nigerians like to call it. So... Yeah, people reach for the easy stuff, the obvious stuff, and then they forget that no matter what tool it is that we're going to use at the end of the day, we have to have an actual conversation with someone who is before us right now, and then they forget to flex, or rather they forget to develop those muscles. And so those are the sorts of things that we talk about over here on the podcast. If this is your first time of listening to the podcast, then when you're done listening to this, please subscribe. And after that, you have a backlog of 319 episodes to go through where you can get lots of uh, juicy uh, goodness about how to grow your business using the art and the science of sales and personal selling. So today, I'd like us to look at this question. Assuming we have the perfect product or service, is this everything that we need to get people to come back and refer business to us. And why is that even important? For those of you who've been listening for a long time, there's no need to rehash. But for those people who are just listening today, let's give a brief um, overview about why that is even important in the first place. Now, the reason why it's important is because the average person is going to assume that business is one and done. You collect the money, they move on, you move on, and then it's on to the next one. You look for a new client. And there are lots of people who actually do believe that in the wedding and the event industry. But that doesn't necessarily have to be the case because most of the profits that you're going to get, or rather the easiest profits that you're going to get, are from optimizing the lifetime value of a customer. I've told the story over here on the podcast about how I discovered that firsthand while I was serving in Kano. It's something that my father had told me, but I didn't quite internalize it until I went for my NYSE year. Because I lived with this guy, Didier, who stayed off um, Hadeja Road. He hooked me up for the whole year and a half. And we got into this habit of buying bread every week. Essentially, I was buying two loaves of bread uh, every week because uh, Didier, just like me, um, had a big appetite. And yes, Didier is, um, well, he, he is Cameroonian, but the name is French. So Didier and I have a very big appetite. And so because of that, I was buying at least two loaves of bread every single week while I was in Kano for a year and a half. And by the time I was leaving, um, by the time I was leaving to go back to Lagos at the end of the service, uh, the bread seller was um, visibly disappointed. And he gave me a loaf of bread uh, to say goodbye. And of course, Didier and I enjoyed the uh, free loaf of bread um, on an evening with tea, watching the evening news and uh, abusing uh, Nigerian politicians like you know, the rest of us like to do. So anyway, I mentioned the encounter to him and uh, for him, he thought it was obvious. It was like, yeah, of course he's sad to see you go. 
do you know how much money you've spent while you're here? And, you know, I figured, hey, it's just bread. But he said, no, that it's not just bread. You've been buying two loaves of bread, sometimes three, sometimes four, every single week. And we did the rough math. I can't remember what the profit margins are. But let's just say that the profit margin on each loaf of bread uh, was 100 naira or maybe 50 naira. So basically, that was him receiving from me at a 100 naira profit margin for um, each loaf of bread. Oh no, this was a long time ago, so let's just use a 50 naira margin. So with a 50 naira profit margin on each loaf of bread, buying two a week, that was a 100 naira profit for a week. And then, uh, what's that? Was that 400 a month? And then you multiply that out by the total of, uh, how many weeks was I there? 52 weeks makes a year, and then another half of that. Okay, well, the math is rusty. But bottom line is, by the time you run through the figures, you'll see that I wasn't just worth the 50 Naira profit margin. I was worth a whole lot more. I was worth 100 Naira this week, 100 Naira next week, 100 Naira the week after, and another 100, 100, 100, 100, 100. However the profit margin may be. And, uh, Remember, I'm just dropping up figures because I'm not sure what his profit margin is. But now that loaves of bread are, uh, I think in, in Abuja anyway, loaves of bread can go between anything between 500 bucks to 700 bucks. So let's assume that the profit margin is higher. You will find that um, even if you sell bread or pencils or pure water, for instance, the value of the customer is not the five naira profit margin you get on the pure water sachet that you sold today. But if they keep coming back repeatedly, recurring revenue for a long time, you know, over a period of a lifetime, in quote, then you see where the real profit margin lies. Now, of course, people die, people move away. Uh, what else? Uh, people's problems change. And so there's nothing um, you, can, you can do about that. So, uh, but you just do what's... Uh, the best within your own um, ability. Anyway, this is just a rough example to show how uh, we should be looking for ways to maximize the lifetime value of a uh, of a customer. So yes, for our clients, they're not going to get married again, we hope, but that doesn't mean that this is where everything has to end. Like I've pointed out repeatedly on episodes, there is still the baby, the baby shower, the baptism, um, what else? Uh, okay, well, in my own experience, I've been able to get uh, corporate gigs apart, uh, after that, you know, end-of-year parties because, you know, eventually you get real cozy with your brides and grooms and you have opportunities of discussing um, other things. That is how I started doing work with the British Council eventually. Um, it was a spillover from earlier um, wedding work. And so there are other ways that we can extend the, um, what will I say, commercial value, Right. Okay, I'm not sure if that's a nice way to put it. But there are ways that we can extend the uh, value of the um, interaction. It doesn't have to be a one and done. And so that's the reason why uh, this is important. Getting people to come back for repeat business and getting people to refer them because it's going to be the easiest and the cheapest revenue that we can get. Cheap in the sense that you don't have to do any more marketing to attract these people. Okay, so back to the main question. Assuming we have the perfect product or service, is that everything we need to get the repeat business and the referrals? Because some people think that because you're a kick-ass photographer, that that is enough for people to keep coming back again and again and again. Or that you are the world's best wedding planner. That's the reason why people should keep coming back again and again and again. Now, in some cases, that 
does happen that you are absolute magic and then people keep um, uh, coming back because you're the absolute bomb and people, um, you know, there's formal if people don't work with you. So that does happen by accident. But I guess the front, the, the, the crux of the question is how can we create this by um, design? So I'm not going to go into the whole thing of the um, perfect product or service because for those of us in the wedding and the event space, sometimes it boils down to uh, talent. Okay, sometimes it's more than talent. Sometimes it's um, also interest. But assuming that there's a talent um, equation, there's probably nothing that you can do uh, to push things forward. I mean, in that regard, because your talent is your talent. So yes, for a wedding photographer, for instance, if you learn better lighting, framing, uh, composition, or maybe editing techniques, you can move the needle forward a little bit. But um, I guess you can't outgrow your talent in a sense. But anyway, that's a controversial topic, so let me get beyond that. So is the perfect product or service everything you need? Now, looking at things from a sales perspective, the answer is no. Because even when you have the perfect product or service, you still have to check in. You still have to get back to them to be sure that you exceeded their expectations. And you also have to figure out what it is that wowed them. And that is going to be where, uh, that's going to be key to helping us um, uh, prime the value in this relationship and get them to come back um, for repeat business and referrals. So we have to have the post-sale conversation. After we're done, we need to hook up with them. Uh, thank you very much for picking uh, Kemi LLC wedding planners to be your wedding planner. Or thank you for picking Okechuku and Sons to be your wedding photographer. Um, we hope you are happy with everything, how we planned the wedding, um, how we executed this, how we executed that. Are you happy with the book? Are you happy with the frames? You know, you need to have those um, conversations because you need to figure out, first of all, that everybody's happy. Because there's no point in asking somebody for repeat business or referrals if the person is angry. If you plan the wedding, but you messed it up, and then you show up and you say, Oh, Ifeinwa, do you know anybody else who's looking for a wedding planner? Ifeinwa, sorry. Ifeinwa. I hope I'm pronouncing the name correctly. Apologies to all Igbo people out there. So Ifeinwa might be one of those polite people. I won't say any, anything. But for her, it's really, really adding insult to injury. I mean, you botched up the wedding. Um, you didn't recognize the MC, didn't uh, recognize the guests properly. Everyone didn't get to eat. She suspects that some money was embezzled. I mean, she had a terrible experience because you're the wedding planner. And now you have the guts to come and ask her uh, if, if, you, if uh, she knows anybody else who is getting married who needs a wedding planner. So that's not a good way to go um, about it. First of all, we need to find out that she's absolutely um, happy, that she's absolutely gobsmacked with the service. And in having those conversations with her, that's when we're going to find out all these things, that her guests were not properly recognized and that everybody didn't eat food and that she feels like some money was embezzled. The good thing about finding out all of this is that now we have an idea of the uh, substantial things that we need to address and the problems that we need to overcome and the things that we need to smoothen out before we can get um, before we get the uh, what will I say before we get the should I say the right before we are worthy enough to ask her for um, repeat business and a referral we need to be sure that there weren't um we need to be sure that we have resolved 
all the problems that came up from the experience and that she is absolutely happy. And so the same also goes uh, regardless of whatever um, business that you're involved in, assuming you also sell inverter batteries or you sell shoes on Instagram. The process is the same. We want to be sure that the person is happy. It is when the person is happy and when we have resolved all these underlying issues that we're going to be able to ask for a testimonial, which of course helps bring in other business because when you put testimonials up on Instagram or Google or um, wherever, I'm not sure um, whatever site you use, or you put it up on your Instagram page, this uh, serves as third-party validation. And so it gives you some credibility and it makes uh, people trust you more and make people more willing and open to enter into the conversation with you. So we need to make sure, first of all, that our clients are happy. And then we can start that whole conversation of repeat business and... Um, uh, testimonials and referrals so uh, yeah I think okay we've gone over the 10 minute mark so I think I'll just bring it to a close here so these post-sale conversations or customer service conversations or whatever it is that you call them are absolutely essential to our business growth because number one they help us find out if there's a problem uh, number two finding out that there's a problem is going to help us to be able to smooth things over so that we can ask for repeat business and referrals and it will help us extend the lifetime um, customer the lifetime value um, of the customer so these conversations are absolutely essential because they will help making they'll help make getting that uh, second sale or second sale opportunities a whole lot easier. So I think I've uh, maxed out what we have to say on the topic. So uh, with that, I'll bring it to a close. And remember, if you're a first-time listener, you want to hear some more about these sorts of things, um, after you're done with the episode and after you subscribe, just uh, skip back to the menu, scroll down. I try to put the uh, topical parts in the um, in the headlines, uh, in the topic. And so you should be able to uh, find other episodes that have to relate to these sorts of things. Uh, referrals, uh, testimonials, customer service, um, post-sale, uh, what else? So anyway, yeah, just keep an eye out for those sorts of things. So thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based sales consultant and event media professional, Tabishima Ayide. Thank you very much for your time and attention. Remember to subscribe and remember to um, share the good news, um, share the gospel with friends, uh, family, and also with your business enemies because we want our, biz uh, want our enemies to also improve as well in business because we're Christians and because we're charitable. So it's a nice thing to do. So uh, spread the love. Thank you very much for listening. I'll catch you guys at the next recording.